Hey, what's going on out there in the lovely internet podcast audio world? It's Dave Missed here, and I've got a really quick one for you today about what I believe is the key ingredient for almost any successful person in any field who has uh, achieved what they want and maybe changed something in their life that they wanted to. And this has been sparked to my attention from a conversation yesterday as of recording this with a 17-year-old kid. So the backstory, one of my clients at the gym, uh, we do a women's only gym, and she wanted help with her son with losing weight. So he's 17 and a little bit bigger than the other kids. And he sort of said to his mom, like, hey, I, I really want to lose some weight. I want to get uh, you know healthier and all that that comes with it. And she wanted some help. And she kind of knew my backstory, which I'll dive into a little bit uh, as we go with this topic. So his name was Daniel. I get Daniel to come in. He's 17 years old. And we started a bit of a chat about you know where he's at and how he wants to yeah, lose some weight and, and get in better shape for sports and everything else that comes with that in life. And I didn't really know where the conversation was going to go. I kind of just was an open book, just had a chat, just asked him a bunch of questions like, what's going on? What do you want to do? Just see where his head's at. You never really know with people. And it led me to something I think is worth sharing to the world because just from trying to help him through it, it showed me the massive realization and change in mindset that I had at his age that helped me go down a similar path that he's on of, of losing weight and changing myself physically. So I'm talking to Daniel and we're talking a bit about, okay, we, we get, eventually get to, he, he doesn't feel great in his body. He wants to lose weight. He, he wants to be better at sport. We get him to verbalize the goals, which is important when you're talking to anyone about what they want. You want to make them have any change in their life. You've got to get them to acknowledge that's what they actually want. And so we started talking a little bit about diet and I was just curious to see where his head was at if he had a pretty good understanding of, you know, what he should be eating, what he shouldn't be eating, or if he had no idea, because everyone's a little bit different with that. And the more we talked, it was really interesting that the more he is a pretty smart kid, and he had a pretty good idea of, you know, what he should be eating, that he probably shouldn't be having as much, you know, he'd get Maccas after sports training on the way home, so he was lazy, or he'd raid the, the pantry in the afternoon when he got hungry, or he'd go to the canteen for lunch because he didn't bring anything from home. He was pretty aware of what he should be doing, but he was finding he was very inconsistent. And he'd be good for a bit and then he'd have a bunch of assignments or tests at school come up and he'd get stressed with that or he'd have a bit too much on his plate and he'd fall back into bad habits. And, you know, he's 17, but I can tell you from coaching and the hundreds of uh, ladies we have at the gym that that pattern is extremely common. It doesn't matter if you're 17 or you're 47. That pattern is very common and a lot of people fall victim to that for a long time. So... He's kind of on the verge of really, you know, making this change, making this a real part of his lifestyle, being consistently falls back into bad habits and falls back into, uh, I'm busy, I'm stressed, it's hard for me to do this eating thing right. And yeah, now I've got to get motivated again to get started. And it made me sort of go, all right, what can I give this guy that's really going to help him the most? And we eventually talked a bit about, you know, what nutrition's better and these meals that meal. We talked a little bit of strategy and tactics, but this came back for me to helping him just get his head in the right place and get his mindset right to, to doing this and, and what he needs to do to uh, break through this cycle. And this was the crux of the conversation I wanted to give him, and I think it's worthwhile for anyone in the world listening. And again, it's, it's what I have now realized is one of the key ingredients of all successful people. All I did was help him realize he is 100% responsible for his choices in his life. That was the big thing I wanted to get at him because I wanted to show him that when he says, well, I got a bit busy at school and I had these assignments and then I, I had a late training session. So I went to Macca's at the end because I was hungry and I was tired. I wanted him to realize that he is making those choices 
and to not even give him a glimpse or, or a, a tiny sliver of a a victim type mindset that oh because I was busy I had to do this or because I wasn't prepared I had to do this or because I was stressed. The biggest key understanding for him to realize is is his life is a reflection of his choices. Now this is big stuff for a seventeen year old to understand. But I think that the earlier you can grasp it, the better you are going to have everything in life and the better you're going to go in all areas of life. So the crux of the conversation was around this, that we always have a choice. And the second that we shift and off-put responsibility around our choices, that's the second we lose. That's the second it doesn't matter if you've got the best diet in the world because you're not going to follow it because life's going to get too busy, too stressful. It doesn't matter if someone gives you the right plan, you won't execute on it because you don't feel responsible for whether or not you do that. And that translates to every single person in every single area of your life. And if you if you study and look at anyone who's achieved amazing things in any area, they have taken 100% responsibility for their choices and they do not let their circumstances dictate their choices, they decide their choices. You have to realize being strong and, and, and using willpower is a choice and being weak is a choice. Being unorganized, being lazy is a choice. It's not something that you've either got or you don't have or, or some days I do it, some days I don't. Every single time it's a choice. And we have to realize that, that that ability to choose is always within our power and sometimes it'll be harder, sure, but that is the crux of if we're not sticking to something we know we should do, if we are not keeping the promises to ourselves that we are sometimes making in silence, that is a choice in itself. So I told Daniel this little story of uh, from myself that I'd almost forgotten about and it just came up to me when we were chatting. And it's one of the best examples of this I, I, I've ever gotten that really spent it for me. So again, taking you back, I grew up, I'm kind of the bigger kid in school. You know, I'm I wouldn't say I was like morbidly obese, crazy, but I was certainly bigger than most other kids. And I certainly felt in my own body image, which at the end of the day, it's not really what we are. It's how we see ourselves anyway, right? I felt like the bigger kid. And I finally, at about 16 and a half, got the, the motivation, got this drive to finally decide I'm going to do something about it. And then over time, I started making some small changes. I started with the exercise and it probably took about a year before I really made decisions around my diet that I was going to make you know, big changes to my diet because I wanted to see these results. And so one of the big changes I eventually made in my diet was getting to the habit of food prepping. I'd always, I was reading, I was listening to people saying, prepare your food, get organized. I was like, cool, I'm going to do that. And I finally did it, uh, looked up how to, you know, cook. I, I had no cooking skills whatsoever. Right? Like I couldn't cook anything. Maybe some toast in, uh, in, the, in the toaster or a toasted sandwich. That was about it or some porridge in the microwave. That was my extent of cooking, right? And I looked up, okay, I'm going to prep like some chicken and some rice and some veggies and be all healthy. Look at me go. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. And uh, I finally did that on like a Saturday or a Sunday and, uh, and planned it out for uh, each lunch each day. So I had some chicken breast, some veggies, some rice. Awesome. So I packed that to go to school on the Monday, and we actually had an excursion on this Monday. So the first day I did my food, we got an excursion. We're off to uh, Wollongong University, which I eventually went to, ironically, and we were doing like an open day that you need to check it out. Now we get there, and it's lunchtime on this open day, and it turns out that they were catering for us pizza for lunch. And do you want to know what David's favorite food is? It is motherfucking pizza. So this for me was a really interesting little point because I'm there, it's lunchtime, and they've given us pizza. And I'm like, fuck, that's cool. But I've taken my lunch, my chicken breast, my rice, my veggies. And this was such a line in the sand, pivotal moment for me where I had this choice to make. I could have my chicken, rice, and veggies, or I could join in every other kid there 
and have the pizza, right? So you know what I did? Who knows really how, I don't know all the mental dialogue going on, but I pulled out my Tupperware container and I had my chicken breast, my rice, and my veggies, and every single person around me was having pizza. And this this moment, and it's only in hindsight looking back on it, I realized how impactful and how symbolic it really was for me in a sense of it showed me that I am always in control of my choices. If I caved in and had pizza, it wasn't because they catered pizza. It was because I chose to do that and chose not to do the food I planned. It wasn't because everyone else was forcing me to. It's because I was giving into that. I was surrendering and I was like, well, i got to do it. Instead, I made the, the positive choice. I made the choice that I promised myself that day I was going to make via my actions of prepping it. That was a promise to myself. And I stuck to it. And I remember sitting there eating it, watching when I eat pizza and just going, like, I'm allowed to make the choices I want to make in my life. I don't have to don't have to make choices that are based off the circumstances of my environment. I don't have to follow through without everybody else is doing if it does not serve me. And I had a goal. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to get in better shape. I want to feel good about myself. And I realized I'm allowed to make choices toward that no matter what's going on in my life. And it's always going to be my choice. That was so symbolic for me that day, and it was it was a way. And I was still kind of the bigger kid at this time. I'd lost a bit of weight, but not all of it. So, I mean, you never lose all your weight, right? But I'd, I'd still had more to lose. I still felt in my body image I was the bigger kid, and it was also something about knowing I was the bigger kid, but sitting there eating my healthy food. That was like I'm putting out to the world my goals. I'm putting out to the world my intentions, and that's okay. I'm allowed to do that. There is never never have shame around your goals. Never feel guilty for having something you want to achieve. If you, if it's meaningful to you, go and fucking do it. Because who gives a fuck what other people, honestly, like, imagine getting to the end of your life and living it based on what other people think and going, well, I would have done all those things, but uh, someone else thought that I looked stupid or someone else thought that was a goal I could never hit. What a fucking waste. So it was very symbolic this moment. And that for me was one of these, these light bulb kind of moments where I realized the power of my choices that we're always choosing. So coming back to Daniel, I told him this story and I could see the the light bulb go off in him a little bit too as I kind of went around looping around this concept because I had to kind of keep explaining it from different angles. I was watching him to see what was sinking in and what was what he was getting uh, because there's no point delivering a message if it doesn't get through. And I think that for me has been one of the foundations of every other thing I've done since then. Because after I, again, back on my story, like after I, I started losing weight and getting in shape, all of a sudden I started doing better in school. I went from being one of the better kids in a lot of my sports teams to being the best in a lot of them. I was captain of multiple teams, sportsman of the year in high school. This isn't the brag. It's just be like, it made a difference in area of my life because I started realizing it's all choices. If I want to do better at something, I make different choices. I choose to practice. I choose to study. I choose to not see the potential excuses, but see the potential opportunities. I choose to see what I can do about a situation, not why it's bad. And all of these very binary choices that we make are what influence whether we get a better result or a worse result, whether we're okay in the sport team or we're the best in the team, whether we lose or we win. And this is what I started getting through to Daniel, which is really cool. And again, I, I, I put this down for everything I've done since then and I started doing better. I started achieving more in. I believe I'm far from quote unquote successful, far from achieving my potential in, in life. And I've got so many more things I want to do. It's, it's an endless list. But I'm very proud of what I have done so far and proud of who I've become. And I think this mindset has been the foundation of all of that. And so... 
if you can embody that, if you can really integrate that concept that the power of these choices and that you are responsibility, you have the responsibility around that is all on you, that no one is coming to save you. No one can make these decisions for you and you own that, which sometimes hurts at first. You have a power most people never possess because most most people won't get to that point. Most people, they may not be a total victim, but they'll, they'll fluctuate and sometimes they're going to be a bit of a victim. Sometimes there's nothing they can do and sometimes there is, but they don't realize they're always in control of that. They always have the power of those choices and that you just need to draw a line in the sand and realize every every choice that you make is a little vote for the person you want to become. So you can either make little choices and votes to the person that you really want to be, that vision of yourself that is achieving what they want, is living the life they want. Or when you make choices that don't serve your goals, you're making a, a vote back to the other person, the person that makes excuses, the person that doesn't find a way, finds problems, the person that doesn't do what they should be doing to reach where they want to be. And that is so powerful to realize that it's not it's not these grand decisions. We don't have one salad and get skinny and one burger and get fat. It's not big grand decisions that change our life. It's the little decisions every day that are little votes for who we're trying to become. They're, they're slightly adjusting our default setting every time we make a decision. And if you make those decisions regularly, often enough, your default setting becomes that person that you want to be. And if you constantly allow yourself these minor surrenders, where you decide not to make the right decisions and you come up with the excuses and the it's too hard, it's too difficult, it's too much on right now, the reasons not to do it, you're making a vote for the other person that you don't want to be. And that awareness is sometimes confronting, but at least you know it and you can now decide life on your terms. And so it's really fun helping this kid at 17 because this is the stuff I started learning around that age and it's, it's shaped who I am 100% since then. And it's, it doesn't, like age is almost irrelevant. It doesn't matter if you're 7, 17, 47, 87. You have the ability to change how you see the world. You have the ability to pause the game, change a few settings, put in a few cheat codes to come back into it and see it in a different way. And that will allow to get a different result. So I don't care who you are listening to this. Thank you for listening, firstly. But it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what age. It's never too early or too late to decide I can see the world and I can change my perspective, my mindset for the better. And I can choose to take responsibility for where I'm going and where I am right now. Because all we are is, a, is the summation of our choices so far. So I hope you enjoyed that. Hope there's some mental candy to play with and enjoy from all that. And you take action from it most importantly. Because that's all that really matters, right? So I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, let me know on the social medias if you'd like to. Reach out to me on you know Facebook, Instagram. I'm sure you can find me around somewhere. It's pretty easy these days. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe for more every time I do a cool episode like this. You can go into iTunes and hit subscribe. You could even give us a bit of a review because then people know how amazing it is. So five-star review, of course, is the, is the only option. Give a review. Let us know what you like. And if you do like it, it helps us out. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And I will see you slash you will listen to me. I don't really see you. It's a bit of a... It, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's metaphorical. I see you. I don't actually see you, right? I hope you'll join me on the next podcast, rather, and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening. Bye.